Switch OLED first impressions go. Garbage. <laughs> Wait, so the first time you saw it, the first time you saw it, that was your response? Like, you woke up, you looked on Twitter that day because they announced it on Twitter, and you were like, garbage. <laughs> Yeah. really dude that that system has zero qualities for me like dude i was just like <laughs> why would you want that and i went back to sleep <laughs> dude my like, first my first impression was can i buy just the white joy cons that was literally <laughs> yeah all the I white joy cons look pretty sick they look i'm pretty like sick. i've been asking for that for a long time and i'm like oh nice white joy cons that was my first first like impression and then we'll get into it a little bit more in terms of like our deeper thoughts on that but welcome everybody to the glintendo podcast this is a weekly nintendo slash smash community galaxy brain but also peanut brain conversation podcast this week i'm joined by our hungry our hungry is a veteran smash competitive player but also has a great youtube channel youtube.com slash our hungry are hungry how are you today <laughs> he's looking for a movie quote i can feel it no i was just wasn't gonna say anything <laughs> See what oh my god <laughs> oh so it's a it's a movie quote from uh pre-1930s oh right <laughs> silent film era <laughs> nah it's just the first hour of two hours one of space odyssey yeah <laughs> it's just <laughs> dead silence yeah you know what my uh, movie quote is this week? Uh, ask me how I am first. How are you? My CPU is a neural net processor, a learning computer. Nice. That quote is hilarious. I don't know how, like, I, I posted it on Twitter and I felt like no one got it. And I'm like, how have you guys never seen this movie? Bro, like all these little audience. babies, man. Yeah. The, most people in the Smash community that we know, they don't watch movies. Like, yeah. Like, They'll like I'll watch like an anime movie, like a the, a theatrical like release of a of a, yeah. of a TV series. You know, like there's like a, there's like oh, a, there were six seasons, then there was a movie. You know, they'll watch that, or maybe they'll watch like a Marvel movie. Yeah, something that's like super hyper pop culture, like yeah, middle like, of the road. Yeah, like everyone's watched it except for me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we're yeah. gonna we're gonna get into that a little more later about how like. The Smash community is a very strange bubble of interest because we're going to talk about... So first, we're going to finish talking about the Switch OLED. We're going to talk a little bit about the Skyward Sword HD uh, remake that's coming out tomorrow if you're listening to this um, as a supporter. And if you're listening to this as on the free feeds, it's already been out for two days. And then we're going to talk about, of course... <laughs> dude, I have to keep like reminding myself what this game is called. Nickelodeon... All-Star Brawl or Nicktoons All-Star Brawl. When you said Star Wars is coming out tomorrow, I was like, oh, it's not. And you're like two days from now. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like oh, okay. Well, so here's the thing. The supporters are going to be listening yeah, you, to this I know, on you're, Thursday. Yeah, you're right. You're 100% right yeah. for the recording. But when you said it, my first thought was like, no, it's not. Yeah, like what is he talking about? <laughs> it, which is funny because I, I did wake up earlier today. Like you saw on Twitter, I thought today was Thursday when I yeah. woke up. So, yeah, there. that's where I'm at. But, yeah, so let's talk about the Switch OLED because, like, this is, you know, like, this, dude, this, oh, boy. I, there's so much to talk about with this, especially with you, because I, I feel like this has been rumored since we started this show. 
and since we've been on this show, like every week, it was like, a, oh, there's a new switch or whatever. And obviously, everybody knows it was inevitable. There's going to be revisions, whatever. So finally, last week, Nintendo via Twitter, they just announced that it, on October 8th, later this year, for $350, there is the new model of the Switch called the Switch OLED. The differences include a 0.8 inches bigger screen. So it's now a 7-inch uh, screen. The screen itself is an OLED screen. I'll explain a little bit more about why that matters in a minute. Uh, the dock for this new model has a, an Ethernet port, which we're going to talk about extensively on how hilarious that is. And, and the coolest thing, actually, to me, is that they fixed like the stand where instead of it having like the little kickstand in the back, the entire back piece has like an adjustable stand and it has like a lot of different angles that you can like adjust it to. So you can like really have your switch like basically almost flat on the stand and then you can have it like popped up really vertical and everything in between. That's pretty and cool. that's it. And that's it. Oh, and they doubled the internal storage from 32 gigabytes to 64. Wow, that's, we're really pushing numbers now. Yeah, now you can fit two first-party Nintendo games on your Switch console. Um, it's better so, than, yeah. a, than a PS4 game, 100 gigs, you know? Yeah. Like, <laughs> one game, 100 gigs, buy it! All right. Yeah, man. Oh, my God. So, all right, so your reaction was, this is garbage, right? Yeah. And my reaction was very similar because, dude, like... When you look at this upgrade, right, this is basically an upgrade. This is only an upgrade for people that play their Switch primarily handheld. If you're a console Switch player, like most of the Smash community is, and like yeah. me and you are, there's absolute, the only thing that we're getting out of that is the adapter in the back, is the, mm -hmm. the, the thing that should have been there since the year 2001. You know what I mean? Like the original freaking Xbox in 2001 had a an ethernet port so absolutely it's like mind-boggling that this is this is not really an upgrade for people like us um and so for me it's like dude i you know i'm not gonna pay 350 dollars for this model even though i do enjoy playing handheld a decent amount like there's nothing there for someone like me other than like the occasional stuff that i want to play handheld but like I wanted a home console hardware upgrade because that's where the Switch actually doesn't do well. You know what I mean? Like it didn't need a, a, an upgrade for handheld players. It was already, it's the only system that, you know, works. Do that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I know you're in the same boat. So I already don't even need to ask you like if you're going to buy this thing. I already know the answers now. <laughs> but yeah, general thoughts on that. I think I would buy a dock. <laughs> Yeah, so you can buy the dock individually, by the way. Um, so that, Is that it was more than confirmed. $20? It's 100% going to be like 60 bucks at oh, least. I'm never buying one. Yeah, it's, I would, I would, the same thing for me. Like, I would actually want maybe just the dock. Um, and it, I don't know if anybody cares, but the new Switch and the old Switch, they are both interchangeable with the docks. So if you buy a Switch OLED, it'll work with your old Switch dock. And if you buy, if just the new dock, it'll work with your old switch and everything in between. So, um, so yeah, I mean, I, I, like, 
Pers- perplexing was the, probably the best word you could use. It's just like, yeah, huh? it's basically um, an upgrade for people that didn't buy a switch yet. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think it's. I think it's worth it if you do not have a switch. Like, it's like, oh, how much is a switch? Two hundred dollars. It's fifty dollars more for this. Yeah, so three fifty right. so and a base I, was three hundred. If I didn't have a switch yet and I was going to use it portably, I would get the OLED. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's like most people have a switch at this point. So yeah, I, 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 in a way, like maybe that's the smart option. And just like save all the cool stuff for the Switch too, if it's ever coming, because we're at the end at the Switch's life cycle. Even though it feels like it's not, you know what I mean? Yeah. So by this point in time, this is like the five-year mark. Every other Nintendo console was about to come to a new console. But I will say, um, the president of Nintendo recently said that the Switch is doing so well that they look at the Switch as being in the middle of its life cycle, and so. Actually, I kind of want to take back what I just said, where I'm like, you know, how like, all right, we just established that if you don't have a switch already, this is a good idea to jump in with this one. But now I'm like, I don't think it is because we know for sure that there is going to be a real upgrade that is not like a switch Two, not like a completely new console. But like there is going to be like a I think, you know, like a, a. yeah, like the new 3DS had one or like the DSi, like there's going to be one. You know what I mean? Like they revised the Game Boy for like 10 years or 15 years before the Game Boy Advance came out. Like the Game Boy had like this a million revisions. And so um, I don't know. I don't, I don't think that this is the end of the rope for the Switch and that like they're just going to abandon ship and go, okay, now there's the Switch 2. I think there will be like a Switch Pro at some point, Maybe. like what we thought was a Switch Pro. Yeah, but like I, that, I heard something interesting from a developer's perspective of the OLED. Um, basically, the gist of it was there's a lot of miracle games on the Switch, like Witcher Three and like Doom Eternal and stuff like that. Yeah, and like that, this is only going to make it harder. What like, do you mean? Because they, there's bigger screen on the portable thing, right? Oh so yeah. There's gonna be more things to process at that time. Oh my god. I didn't even think about that. That's insane. Cause like one of the things that I was thinking about was like, all right, this isn't for me, right? Mm-hmm. And this isn't what I it, it's not what anyone expected. And then I tried to think about like, okay, why did they go this route? Right. And one of the things that I thought about, and I I don't know if you would like have more insight in this, like, or if you've read anything that kind of like would answer this question, but you know how like the PS4, they had like the PS4 Pro. Yeah. And it was like by the end of the, by the halfway point and like towards the end of the PS4's life cycle, games were, new games were coming out for the PS4, but they're optimized for the Pro. And so they run like crap on the original PS4. And yeah. so I was thinking maybe Nintendo doesn't want to up- have a, like an upgraded Switch because then it, if people, like for example, what you just mentioned, if you have these miracle ports that like really need that extra horsepower from like a new chipset, if they make a game like that, it will run even worse on your base Switch than it already does. And then yeah. you have like, you have, you have basically like a fractured fan base and like, Sony's more okay with that, I guess, because, like, whatever. But, like, Nintendo's always been very 
as anti-consumer as we can say some of the stuff they do uh is which which i'm not gonna i'm not defending them on that i'm just saying like they've always been pro-consumer in the sense of like they don't just abandon ship usually like the only example of them abandoning ship is like the virtual boy and like the wii u and even the wii u they still gave you nah, breath the of the wii wild u, the wii u they kind of stuck strong with it you know what i mean yeah yeah they didn't totally just abandon it even three years in when it was clear that there was no way it was turning around they you know? could have just canceled the wii u version they really yeah. could have yeah 100 percent. yeah but yeah so like that's that was kind of the first thought i had was like maybe they just don't want to do that i don't know if like that makes sense but maybe because i heard like the the new nintendo 3ds games like they just sold really badly oh and that too yeah they they actually did and a lot of them again like a lot of them didn't run at all on the old 3ds's like they already they already had a bad experience doing that before so it maybe they were like we can't really do a switch pro but then i was thinking about it i was reading about this if you have an xbox series x you can play doom 2016 at 120 frames per second i don't know if you did you hear about that wait say it again so if you have an xbox series x the the yeah. new the newest xbox right yeah they have a really amazing backwards compatibility program where they they let you play all your old games and like they're they're patching it and whatever if you play doom 2016 on your new xbox you can actually play it at 120 frames per second oh yeah yeah i heard about that there's a yeah, lot of games so, like that yeah there's a lot of games where microsoft found a way to like magically make them run amazing like you have so many options if you if you're playing old games on your new xbox so i'm like maybe they could have just done that you know what i mean like maybe my theory that they're they don't want to fracture the the fan base or like the user base maybe that's completely wrong because microsoft figured out how to do it you know what i mean like I mean, we it's all also just, just want... not those aren't like current games on the xbox series x though you know compared to like the xbox there's no like um, those are games that were on the Xbox One and work better on the Series X. Not games that were on the Series S that are better on the X. You know? Yeah. It's a little different. So, yeah, but then at the same time, are there games right now that the S doesn't run well at all that you only want to play on your X? Not that I know of. You know, as far as I know, it's pretty good, you know? So it's like Nintendo could have went that route possibly... But, like, apparently, you know, what Microsoft's doing right now with that stuff is, like, miracle stuff. Like, no one is really sure how they're doing that. Like, Sony can't really figure it out. They're not really competing in that way. And so maybe it's a lot harder than we think. Um, but, yeah, it's it. what we all wanted was... The, well, it's a proprietary, proprietary, proprietary emulator. Proprietary, yeah, Proprietary yeah, yeah. emulator, you know? Like they have, they have their own source code, <laughs> and they know how to make a pro, an emulator for their own Xbox. You know, but wouldn't Nintendo also be able to do that? Do they care enough to do that? <laughs> but like, see, that's honest. the thing. Like, well, that's the thing. Like, I'm saying, uh, my argument is that they, they maybe they can't because they don't have it. That technology is a lot more crazy than we think. But you're saying it's not that. It's that they just don't care about that shit. They're just like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> I mean, they are on top right now. It's like the Switch is the best-selling console for like 30 months in a row. So it's like, yeah. do they really care? Maybe you're right. Maybe they really don't. And they're just like, dude, we're 
shoveling money right now. We don't they, need any of this. Nintendo's approach to like basically their whole company is they just like shut off the rest of the world. Like, yeah, they really try not to copy other people. Not saying they never do that because they probably do. I mean, whatever. Yeah. Someone's going to be like, well, actually, they copied this off of that. Like, All right, man. <laughs> you know, <we're> like Judge <laughs> Obviously, Jenner. yeah, we're, we're talking about just generally speaking. Generally speaking, they just yeah. try to keep in their own lane and try to innovate in their own way. Yeah, right, right. Um, but, yeah, so that was the only thing I could think of. I'm like, maybe they just don't want to do a 3DS versus the new 3DS situation, right? So maybe that's that. But the other thing is, like... I think, I think like the the whole reason this is even a problem, because like the vast majority of people I've seen, or at least people in our circles, they're pretty negative on this announcement. But it's because mm. the expectations were that it was, dude. The rumors leading up to this announcement for the past year were that it was like a four K switch upgrade minimum. You know what well, I mean? There was like, like a million rumors and from reputable sources. There was yeah. a report where Miyamoto said. You should have all your games, uh, all your Switch games ready for 4K, like to developers, you know? Yeah. Interesting. So, yeah, I don't know. That was yeah, fake like that, or yeah. Like, yeah, know. so like the hype train is what I think made it this worse because I think everyone was expecting an upgrade, but we were getting like really, yeah, like we were getting a lot of like, like fucking like Bloomberg and like people who are usually very reliable with like Switch leaks that like the the upgrade was going to be like the significant thing and like i really think if the hype train didn't exist maybe this wouldn't be as bad you know what i mean yeah <laughs> i'm not i'm not 100% sure obviously if we want to live in a parallel universe but um i feel like the hype train really made this a lot worse than it is um could, do you have have you have, do you have an experience with like consoles that have an oled screen or or any devices that have an oled screen i mean not that i know of Maybe have I you do. ever, have you had a Vita before? In my hand, yeah. I played one, I played all of Persona 4 on a Vita. Yeah, so you, okay, so that's an OLED screen. And so okay. one thing I'll say in defense of this announcement is that it's a very clever thing that I think they're trying to do because, um, so an OLED screen, the way that it works is like, it just, it, the lighting of the screen is different and it's more sophisticated. So you get way better colors and way better depth. And like it, it's particularly, good. <laughs> yeah, right. So like, it, it, I think when people see this thing in person, they're going to be a little bit more positive on it because I think people are underestimating how much better an OLED screen looks to an LCD screen, which is what the Switch has now. Um, and like, if you played a Vita, I mean, the first time I held a Vita, I was like, dude, like, think about that. That's an OLED screen in what? In like 2011 or 2012, like next to the 3DS, it, it looked a million times better even though i had no games and <laughs> it had persona like, 4 <laughs> it, yeah it had it had one game <laughs> there you go um but yeah i think when people see it in person they'll be a little more positive on it and i think maybe like maybe nintendo was like okay we can't upgrade the hardware without splitting the user base like we can't upgrade the chipset so if we just upgrade the screen it'll make games look better without us actually making things better you know what i mean like, it's like almost, I, I feel like it might just be like a trick that they're like, yeah, you can just pull this trick on people. Does that make sense? Mm, a little bit. 
It's like, oh, we improved the quality of uh, the graphics of the game. And it's like, all it's you really just, did was switch the screen. This is the, the Wii U problem all over again, where it's like, it's HD now. It's like, okay. <laughs> yeah, we're used to this. Like, what? <laughs> it's like, please buy this franchise again. It's in HD. And it's mm-hmm. like, all right. Um, but yeah, so I've been playing Link's Awakening, the, the remake. Have you played that yet? Not the remake, no. Okay. Well, you played the original? I think that was one of I've, the Zeldas you didn't play. No, 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 no. The only Zeldas I haven't played, actually, it's only one of them. Whereas one of them I haven't finished, and the other one hasn't played. I didn't finish um, Phantom Hourglass, and I didn't play Spirit Tracks. Okay. Damn. You know what, though? A quick Yo, side Link's note. Awakening? I quick played that game. Note. All right, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, you go first. <laughs> Link's Awakening is I played that game when I was like six or seven years old the first time. And it was just so bizarre to me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the game's weird a really for a Zelda game. game. Well, like, yeah. I've told the story in the podcast before how the, the uh, Link to the Past was the first game that blew my mind, <laughs> right? Because you could just move in yeah. any direction and it wasn't just a side scroller. <laughs> and then <Yeah>. that, <laughs> and then that game was weird. <laughs> so I was like, "What is happening?" <laughs> <laughs> Like, I stole like, the shovel, and then, like, the guy killed me, and I was like, whoa! Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't think... Dude, they should bring that back for every modern Zelda game. So, it, in Link's Awakening, you have the option, do you go to a store? It's funny because in every Zelda game, after Link's Awakening, they if you go into a store, it's always like the shopkeeper is there, and then you, the, you see the items in the back. Like in Ocarina of Time, it goes into first person mode and you just see the shelves and you tell the guy what you want, right? But in Link's Awakening, yeah. they were like, the items are in front, are in the, are, they're like, a, it's like a real life store where there's just a register in the back and all the items are up front and you can just grab it. So you could grab something and walk out of the store. But then if you come back, the guy remembers that you stole something and he literally just kills you, which is one, one of the shot. funniest things. One thing. shot yeah. and it's a cutscene. So this is, you, <laughs> which is like, like probably like shoots yeah. lightning out. I forgot he straight up just murders a child like right there. He's but yeah, so thief. Um, <laughs> yeah, the game is really weird. Um, I got it a long time ago, but I just didn't get around to playing it. And then recently I started playing it and it's really awesome. But the reason I brought this up is because, dude, this game, I already told you, this game drops frames all the time. Like just, dude, frames are falling out of Link's pockets in this game, bro. It's just like <laughs> everywhere. It, and, it, and like at first I thought like so when you me, you and I hung out the other day I was telling you like oh yeah like when you go in the overworld it, it always like chugs a little bit right and then I'm like in a dungeon and it's like you just go to the next room and it's like transitioning and then like frames will drop and I'm like dude like look I'm not I feel like you're more like of a stickler about frames right and and rightfully so I'm not I'm not saying that like to make fun of you but like I'm not a frame Nazi, all right? Like, if, if I'm at, you look, if you want to pull up with, like, 58, 57, 56 frames, if you owe me 60 frames and you only got 58 on you, I'll take the 58 frames, okay? <laughs> I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not, about to, not about to whack you and your whole family over, a, over two, three frames. But this is different, especially for a first-party Nintendo game, especially for a Zelda game where it's like, dude... The polish is usually so high, and then starting with like Breath of the Wild, and then this, it's like mm. the frames are just slipping out of my hands. Mm. Like, dude, Did these Zelda games—they're pretty not okay. 
They've yeah. been, dude. Uh, Ocarina of Time ran at twenty frames per second. <laughs> In Europe, it ran at eighteen. Eighteen. Those were different times, man. Eighteen. <laughs> Those dude, were different times. That is literally living life in slow motion. You're like, yeah. <laughs> that's insane. And then every Zelda game after that has run at like thirty at best. You know. Yeah, but then here's the thing. So that's why I brought this up because I'm like, yo, like this isn't a, a full 3D Zelda game. Like, you, you can't find me an example of a 2D Zelda game or, like, a top-down Zelda game that drops frames. Like, Link Between Worlds on 3DS, that did not drop frames. It wasn't yeah. at 60, but it also didn't need to be. You know what I mean? Like, it was, it, was a, it was just solid. And that was, like, the last time they put out a top-bottom Zelda game. Um, and this one is beautiful, dude. The music is so good. Directly injected into my butthole right now. The OST, listen to it on YouTube, dude. The way they rearranged the 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 um the OST for this, like the music, it's unbelievable. But then it drops frames all the time, like in the most mundane areas. And so it's games like this that make the Switch OLED announcement really annoying for me. Because all I wanted was I don't want it, I don't need it to be this huge upgrade where I can run, you know cyberpunk the way it runs on a pc <laughs> i don't need that you know what i mean like me personally i I'm, I'm happy with like something that is just like stable and is like it doesn't need to be the most insane jump in hardware of all time and so they when we finally get an upgrade after the uh, system has been out for five years it's like bro this this zelda game came out two years ago and it does not run super well bro so uh, it's, can i it's say just, something it's yeah, of course. No, I brought um, you on this podcast. So you could just listen. I just meant to like interject, <laughs> fucking. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna start doing uh, that. I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna be introducing listeners, and then they literally yeah. don't say anything, and they just listen, and that's it. Today, how would be Abraham Lincoln <laughs> introducing our <laughs> listeners? <laughs> you can't say anything; you're just a listener. Uh, so, all right, so a link between worlds. Actually, it does run at 60 frames per second. Oh, wow. I mean, it does drop frames, but not a lot. But Yeah. It, Again, it, he pulled up with 58 frames, and I was like, all right, don't worry about the other two. I got you. Yeah. So yeah, it is a 3D overhead game. doesn't look as good as uh, Link's Awakening. Link's Awakening looks like miles better. Dude, it's, it, it's really nice. Yeah, so I'm really enjoying it. game is awesome. But again, like, man, now I'm just in more pain thinking about how there's an upgrade coming that won't solve this problem for, you know, th this is three Zelda games in a row on this platform that have significant frame problems. Breath of the Wild and then uh, Age of Calamity. Dude, Age of Calamity, bro, that thing Accurate. runs... Bro, it doesn't run, man. It walks. Accurate it to the walks, material. man. Oh, accurate to the source material, dude. It's worse. It's <laughs> it's really bad. Oh my god. Um, but yeah, and then so then you know we have the the whole issue of like third party dude, support. If it's in and the trailer, and that's like, bad. <laughs> yo, that's facts. I didn't even think about that. Oh my god. If it's in the trailer, it's like, bro, we can't even hide it. There's really no 
place where we could capture footage for this trailer that doesn't <laughs> drop frames. Oh my god. Oh no. Uh, I, look, and to be fair, last thing I'll say about this is like, um, m- every game is running. Um, unfortunately, it's just the way that video games are now, where console games not necessarily pc games but console games they just all run bad poorly now almost all of them you know what i mean like all the major fucking games from every single developer from sony nintendo microsoft everybody like yeah almost all of them have insane performance issues and it's just like i kind of just wish people would slow down with all the, the the fidelity and like the the insane lighting engines and the ray tracing just to let the the performance catch up when the performance catches up we can go ahead and start going crazy again you'd be surprised about how many ps2 games run at 60 fps like considering the trajectory of games right like the ps1 and the n64 notoriously bad frame rates but it's forgivable considering that's the first time people were doing 3d right and (laughs) the problem that needed to be solved for them immediately was the speed not like the graphics you know i mean obviously the graphics need to work (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah but they were like okay the number one issue we need to focus on is making these games play and run well and they did that you know yeah so and they yeah. just abandoned I, that i mean and it just becomes this thing where like i mean nintendo did a good job with it up until the up until the switch really because even the wii u there none of their games ran uh like had really significant frame drops that i could think of like Mario 3D World ran really, really well the whole time. There was no, I don't remember a single moment where that game would chug, even with four players on the screen. Smash Brothers never chugs, or if it drops a frame, it's like very, very uh, not noticeable. And Those games you, are really only, solid. The only time I ever dropped frames is the cloud was on the screen. <laughs> oh, yeah. Or like, you know, obviously playing on Wi-Fi, but that's well, for yeah, other that's reasons. Yeah, that's different reasons. Yeah, different yeah. Um, Mario Kart 8. The, Mario Kart 8 to this day has not dropped a single frame. My guy pulls up. He owes me 60 frames. He pulls 60 frames out. We're good. He even might put a a few extra on top just to make sure we're okay. But yeah, like it's only been in the Switch era. Like Breath of the Wild was like the first one that I could think of where it's like, oh boy, like the first party Nintendo games are finally starting to like not run well um, or all the time. But that being said, these games are all great. The Switch OLED, I'm definitely not buying it. I'm going to try to get those Joy-Cons, even though, I don't, I don't know if you saw this, but this headline is hilarious. Nintendo, like, answered every question people had about the Switch OLED. They were like, oh, the dock, can you buy it separately? They're like, yes. Uh, this, can you do this? Yes. Does it fit in here? Yes. Does this work? Yes. And then they're like, are the Joy-Cons the exact same Joy-Cons that we've been buying for five years? And they're like, we have no comment on that. Because it is. <laughs> well, so, uh, even if, it, buy- if it's, okay, so I have uh- some they're in the wrong right i'm not defending them but there is a reason for why they said that it's because they're in the middle of a lawsuit right now because if they say that this it's fixed then they lose the lawsuit (laughs) you know oh i I didn't even think about that i was just thinking like yeah it's the same joy con so they're not going to say it's it's the same it has all the same like drift issues because it does you know what i mean like i'm 100 percent ready for that thing to have full drift problems Oh my god! But I didn't think about the, the lawsuit. That's so true. They have multiple lawsuits that they're dealing with over the drift. Mm-hmm. Jeez. Um, but yeah, moving on. Speaking of Zelda games, uh, 
this week we'll finally get a Zelda game that runs well on the Switch because <laughs> Skyward Sword HD is coming out again. It's coming out uh, Friday, this Friday. So if you're listening to this as a patron, it'll be out tomorrow. And if it's if you're listening to this on the free feeds, it'll have been out for two days already. And I will happily say the game runs at 60 frames per second. And everyone's saying that it performs really well, which we shouldn't be celebrating too much about. It's literally like a 10-year-old game. And it's it's not even it wasn't an HD game when it came out. So it better run at 60, man. Yeah. Holy crap. If any game needs to run at 60, it better be a game that has really precise motion controls at the center of it. Um, it also, I, I just want to say one thing and like help me out here if I'm not explaining this properly. Like, I'm sure there are some people who are listening who aren't like super familiar with like the technical terms and maybe like they don't understand what the importance is of like 60 frames per second versus 30 and like why it's important that like, oh, it, it drops frames here and there. Like some of this language might sound foreign. Basically, it just means that the game is running faster and there's more inputs that you can put in per second and it's all running much more smoothly. And when things drop frames, you literally see the game slow down out of nowhere randomly and you're just like, oh, it depends oh, on it? the game. So yeah. some games are frame dependent and some games are frame independent. And basically what that means is that if the frame rate is slower and the game is frame dependent, it'll like slow down, it'll chug. Yeah. But some games they won't slow down and it'll be like time moved forward. It's yeah, really weird. it'll be like you teleport. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's a it's a way larger topic than yeah uh, i'm trying to like out, i'm trying to keep it in like the simplest terms and yeah, it's like so i'm not gonna get too much into it like think about uh, just think about it this way if you're playing something like pokemon where you're just like it's turn-based and you're just pressing a menu it, that game can run at four frames per second and you wouldn't even notice it because it, the game just there's not a lot happening there's not a lot of motion hold but on if you're playing something <laughs> hold on you, if there's an exception to that i'll let you say in a second i'm just trying to give like a gist of it if you're playing something like a 3d platformer where there's precise quick movements that you need to be doing and quick inputs like reaction based stuff like a fighting game you're going to want more inputs to be read per second so there's 60 frames in 1 second that means that there's potentially 60 moments of input that you can give the 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 console for it to read what you want to do and so it's all running faster the all the movement is running faster everything is smooth and it that's the the simplest I can put it. I don't know if there's even easier language for that. That's a pretty good way to put it. <laughs> okay. What I was gonna say is that Pokemon, like the uh, Diamond Pearl games on DS, like notoriously bad uh, at like being run on the DS. Like, oh my god! You would yeah. throw a Pokeball out, and you're like, "Where's my Pokemon?" And then something goes later. Pikachu comes out like, <laughs> like, yeah. oh no, please just oh load. It's so slow. Yeah, man. Um, but yeah, Skyward Sword HD. So the, the, here's the full list of changes that they made to this game. Um, it, obviously it's an HD graphics. So if you look at the graphic comparisons, the art style that they were going for that people kind of weren't too happy about when the game came out. They, it does it more justice and you kind of can see like, oh, that's what they were going for. It, it kind of like, it kind of justifies the art direction that some people thought was funky at the time. I actually liked it even on the on the Wii. Um, 
now there's button only controls. So if you don't want to do any motion stuff, which again, big, probably the biggest gripe people have with that game was the motion controls. You can just use the second analog stick to swing Link's sword in specific angles. Um, and so that's a thing now. Yeah. There's amiibo compatibility, which makes it easier to like pop out of the overworld, go and save and do stuff in the overworld. Uh, there's optional help from Fee, which this is huge. Do you want to talk about this? <laughs> I feel like you're more <laughs> mad. I'm more. I'm super mad about the way this was in the original, but I can tell you're probably even more annoyed than I was. Bro, I just I can't stand it when a game is telling you things and then instead of like just letting you play. Especially like, a Zelda game. That's the whole yeah. point of Zelda. Dude. Is let me figure it out, bro. Dude, Z- okay, so this is like a basic Zelda moment, right? Like, you're in a dungeon, right? And then the door locks behind you. And you're like, oh, oh, oh what do I do? And then you finally get the uh, boss. I'm mean, not the boss. The, the dungeon item. And the, and the game's like, this is a dungeon item. And this is how you use it. And then you're like, okay, <laughs> cool. And then you have to like solve the basic puzzle. Like, the most... Basic puzzle that that item can solve is how you get out of the room, right? Yeah, <laughs> it's it's just like it's good design, right? It's like yeah. Now you know how this thing works, and I can escalate on that. Okay, so after you're done with that, you leave the room, and Fi's like, "Hey, you know that thing you just solved? This is how you solve it." And it's like, "Yeah, I know." <laughs> <laughs> Not only do I know, but you know because you were there. So yeah. why are you doing this? Oh my god. My favorite one. This is my favorite one. That is like like comical how stupid it is. In Zelda games and in all games that have a freaking health meter, when your health is low, the the you you'll you'll hear a beeping sound to alert you, "Hey, your health is low. If you get hit, you might die." Yeah. Might be game over, okay? Not only that, but also the to go with the blinking sound the, the hearts, hearts blink. will blink. There's an animation. There's a little bit of an animation like, hey, it's over here, you know, pulsing red color so that you can't miss it. Okay. That is like a most obvious and like universal basic video game thing of all time. In Skyward Sword, they do that. Plus, Fee will come out and go, hey, you know, your health is low. And it's like, oh my God. It's like, nah, like, I'm just bleeding here for no reason. Yeah, no, I'm just, I just, I, I'm just you know, chilling here. I the can't best tell one, all. The best <laughs> one is, and Fly goes, she goes, Master, you must change the batteries in your Wii remote. And Link's like, <laughs> by what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it just completely breaks the universe. Like, yeah. Duracell batteries, buy them now. Oh, my God. So, yeah, you can, You it's optional. You can, like, turn her off. Uh, it's kind of weird to think which that I, before she was I turned on. But anyway, she was off, and uh, the game runs at 60 frames per second. The original ran at 30, um, and they streamlined, like, item information. Again, like, more useless, like, menus that tell you things you already know. Um, They have a fast-forward dialogue feature, which I know you specifically are going to pop off over this because one of the funniest things that I never even thought of, and we talked about this the other day, was, like, my favorite game is Ocarina of Time. I've said it a million times. Whatever. But we were talking about this like two days ago and you were like, dude, if you think about it, the actual problem, the only problem with Ocarina of Time 
is how bad the tech speed is. It is so slow. And then I was like, wait a second. And I just, Bro, in crawls, my, my, my head, I went, I went back in time and I'm like, wait a second. Let me, re I replayed that game in my head. I'm like, oh my God, he's right. I remember just mashing through some of that text, man. And I'm like, but you can't, you oh. can't just like, if, like in, in Majora's Mask, if it's in Majora's Mask. So in Majora's Mask, if you press A, like it'll auto load the text. Yeah. Right. And I can time, you got to sit there and wait until someone writes it out. Yeah. Oh my god it was so painful man oh my god so yeah they have a fast forward dialogue feature in this game and some of the characters really chatty okay to begin with so that's awesome uh then they also just changed some of the dialogue outright they nintendo just posted a, a clip on their twitter where they show that like one of the early like the the game starts off with you're in this uh you're in this island in the sky called skyloft and Link is basically at night training school. And you, this is where you learn how to like ride a bird and use a sword and all that stuff. And so one of the teachers is like instructing you like, hey, you have a stamina meter and this is how it works and you can climb this and then you can do this, whatever. And they took a lot of that, those early dialogues um, that are really tutorially and they shrunk them down. So not only can you fast forward them, they're also just a lot more streamlined which is really good because again that game had a tendency to tell you things that the menus already told you like everyone understands this is a stamina meter like it, you guys already designed that you don't need to explain that to me imagine you were playing mario right the first like Mar super mario the first one right and then you get a big mushroom and then you get hit by a goomba and you turn into small mario again and they're like hey when you get hit you turn to small Mario. It's like, yeah, I know. You just designed a visual representation for it, bro. I don't need you to tell me that. The game literally froze. Yeah. <laughs> like, the game freezes time. It'd be like, burp, burp, burp. <laughs> oh my God. So the, the biggest, um, I, th I would say probably one of the biggest changes is the final change they made to this remake is the full camera control. So this is really cool. Um, you if you outside remember, of the motion control? Yeah, like I would say those are the two biggest ones and obviously it running at 60. Um, but yeah, this is this is like something that they didn't have in the original because like if you played the original game, it was a Wii remote and a nunchuck, which meant you only had one joystick. So moving the camera was you just turning Link in a direction you wanted to look in and then pressing the shoulder button to like make it to, to put the camera behind him at all times. Um, and now you can just like, you know, like Breath of the Wild or like a lot of other games, you can just move the camera with the second stick. And if you're if you're playing the game with like the button inputs for the sword, the second stick is your sword. So you have to press R and then you can use the second stick to move the camera around. Which is um, really weird. Yeah, it is really weird. But they, they had to figure it out, right? Like somehow. Yeah. <laughs> so um, all these changes in mind, right? How do you feel about this remake? Just like as someone who really enjoyed the original, like I did, we both had yeah. a lot of problems with the original, well, even though we both still like the game a lot. Um, and then I'm hearing these are, dude, honestly, this is more changes than Twilight Princess got by a lot. Twilight Princess needed these changes and it didn't get it. Um, Majora's Mask probably got as many changes, actually. And Ocarina of Time 3D got did not get this many. Ocarina of Time got like one or two. Yeah, so well, Majora's Mask got changes that it needed, but whatever. Uh, yeah, that's a that's a separate <laughs> conversation. But anyway, this is a lot of changes, right? So like, how do you feel about like okay, these changes? 
and just like your interest in this game or revisiting it? Well, so honestly, it's outside of the price because, you know, we're, we're just going to avoid that topic. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, this is honestly one of like, the best case scenarios for a remake in my eyes, right? So a lot of these things are streamlined. There were issues in the original game, right? But a lot of the things that you might miss, like if let's say you were a fan of the original, like, oh, I like when Fee was bothering me the whole game, right, <laughs> for some reason. Uh, though it's optional. So, you know, if you want the original, like, stuff there, you can have it, you know? If you want to put the motion controls, you can have it. If you want to never move the camera, you can have it. <laughs> like, yeah. all these things, they're, like, the fast-forward the dialogue or even skipping the cutscenes, like, that stuff is up to you to do. Yeah, that's true. It, all these changes are pretty much, unlike the Majora's Mask changes, these are ones that are, like, yeah, they're all just, um, you know, superfluous or whatever. They're uh, optional. Supplemental. Yeah. They're, uh, they're optional. The game looks exactly the same, so you're not missing out on, like, an art style change or anything like that. Like Wind like, Waker HD. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So it, it's, like, best case scenario for me. In yeah, my eyes, you. at least. Yeah. So um, do you have any... So I know you said that, like, you were thinking about buying this just because, like, you wanted your sister to play it. She didn't play the original. Are you yeah. interested in, are you still going to do that? And also like, are you going to play this game based oh, off yeah. of these changes? I wasn't going to play it. Uh, even with like, when I heard there was button controls, I, I, I want to play it just to see it work that way. So all these things were just icing. I'm like, mm, give me. Yeah. You know? Cause okay. I, I really like Skyward Sword. There's a lot of problems with it. A lot of things I really don't like, but the things that I do like, Pretty yeah. good. Yeah. So like I'm hundred uh, percent not buying this at launch. Uh if it's at a discount later, I'll probably buy it. Um these are again just like what you said, these are awesome changes. But uh, this game is so fresh in my memory. It's weird that you're okay with going back to it because you played it like I let you borrow it like in 2016. So I played it at launch. And there's something about this Zelda that it's like the most fresh in my memory for some reason. And like, I don't really, I feel like I just played it, even though it was like 10 years ago, which I, I can't I believe I'm even saying that out loud, man. The time went by so fast, but I bought this game and like, I'm just not in a rush to replay it. And also a lot of the things that I hated about this game are not the things you can fix and are not part of the fixes. Like I some of them, that. sure. Some of them, that. yeah, some of them, sure. Like the fast forwarding dialogue and the, um, the sword girl the yeah and, and fee uh, those were my biggest issues with that they did change but like the ones that the the bigger issues is that it's one of the best zelda games in terms of like it's the best and the worst of the series in one game it's the best dungeons in the series it's the best bosses in the series in my opinion at least that's the way i felt about it i'm like i i want to replay the game almost just to redo the, the dungeons and the boss fights but the overworld is the worst overworld and they make you go back to areas. There's so much padding in the game that you can't fix with a remake like this. Like it, it kind of goes back to what you were saying about how like, um, you know, if you change the remake or the remaster too much, it becomes a different experience. And so I'm glad that they didn't change it because I would rather them just preserve the original game than like make a second version of it. You know what I mean? So like, 
in a way, I'm glad that they there's the original version is just now in a modern context, and this is the best way they could have done it. But it's not for me. Like I, I think I'm gonna wait a while, and like I'm only getting to Link's Awakening remake now. That game came out two years ago. Like I'll maybe get to this when it's at a discount. Um, we'll see. I don't know. As of right now, though, for sure, definitely not getting it at launch for sixty dollars. Like I, I'm just it's it, it looks awesome, but I think this is more for people who didn't play the original. And yeah, people I, mean, like I, you I might not buy curious. it at launch, but yeah, um, I'm definitely at some point in the future I'll be buying this game. So I don't know if that the impression was that I was gonna buy it right away. Oh, that's what I thought. Yeah, I meant like this Friday. <laughs> oh no, I might. I'm definitely not doing that. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, people are. Uh, some dude was joking with me. He was like, "You said you're not buying it at launch, but like, if you wait a year and a half, like two years, Nintendo's still gonna charge you sixty. And I'm like. Yeah, that's true. The meme of Nintendo is that they don't discount games ever, and they don't permanently. But they do have a lot of sales. Like the last few weeks, my brother bought Breath of the Wild for forty dollars, and like um, I saw a bunch of sales for first-party games like Fire Emblem and Luigi's Mansion and Smash Bros. Odyssey for was forty like bucks, thirty-five dollars or something like that. Yeah, like, like Walmart or something. Yeah, and so I'm just gonna wait for one of those, and then I'll, I'll check it out. Um, but yeah, definitely. If you haven't played Skyward Sword, this I think you're gonna really like this game. the The music is awesome. There's some amazing moments in it. There is some frustrating stuff, but you might even enjoy that too. I don't know. Some people just some people this is their favorite Zelda game ever, and yeah. like I can kind of see it. You know, um, last thing I'll say about that game, Zelda, the character of Zelda in the game, her animation is so good. Like. Three, two, one, go. The game starts, and you're like, I care about her, and I need to save her. Like, I, I actually <laughs> give a shit about Zelda in this game. Do, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like she, she has like cool dialogue, and she was more developed as a character. And then like they kind of kind of set her up in a way yeah. to make you care for her. Yeah. Um, all right. So this week, Smash Twitter was on fire. Everyone was obsessed with this new game announcement. It came out of nowhere, at least for me. I don't know if there were like rumors of it. Did you hear about this before it was announced? Not at all. At all. Well. Yeah. <laughs> I just wake up one day and literally all I see are memes on Twitter about Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl, which is basically it's coming out this November and it's a Smash Brothers style pl a platform fighter that stars Nickelodeon cartoon characters. And it's being developed by the people who developed Slap City, which may be like, it's not a, co a popular game necessarily to like most gamers, but in the Smash community, people love Slap City. It was like a PC um, based like platform fighter, kind of like Smash Brothers. And it's really goofy. And like, there's like a playable hot dog character and it's very out there, but it had really good online. And it was a lot of people who love Smash love that game. So this is being developed by that, by that team. And um, yeah, it has a lot of Smash Brothers tech, like wave dashing, and the online is confirmed to have rollback, unlike Smash Brothers. So it's already better than Smash Brothers at at least one thing, which is having on better <laughs> online. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I've I've heard people say, like, not joking around, that Slap City is the best platform fighter. You know, and these aren't yeah. people who are like salty about them being bad at smash and they just like their obscure game is the game that they like best right like yeah. no these are people who are good at smash and they think slap city is that good you know yeah <laughs> i'm not saying i agree with that <laughs> uh yeah. I've, I've played the game for like 30 minutes and I, <laughs> so 
but there is like really high praise for Slap City in its like very niche market, you know? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so they this is the roster for this Nickelodeon game that we know of so far. There's a there's a lot of characters to be talked about and announced later, but so far here's what we have. We have Oblina Oblina from Ario Monsters. I'm really mad. I'm really mad that they picked that character and not the red guy. I forgot his Dude. name. I don't well, remember do the name, name of the I know I don't remember the name of the characters. I just remember that show freaked me out, but I would watch that, it anyway. Yeah, that, that that show was really creepy. But whatever the that freaking red protagonist that is usually with this character, I wish they picked him. Anyway. What about the guy Danny who Phantom. holds his eyeballs? Yeah, the yellow dude. Yeah, he just yeah, he has uh, hands and he holds his eyeballs up. Yeah. That is a hilarious design to me. Yeah, it's like a Zelda boss or something. Yeah. Um, and then they have Danny Phantom from Danny Phantom, and they have Helga from Hey Arnold. So yeah. they don't have Arnold; they have Helga. Yeah, from I'm, hey I'm, Arnold. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna get into that. And, yeah, and so, some other some other picks. Go ahead. Um, so then they have Zim from Invader Zim. Uh, which, by the way, that character was so popular when I was, like, a kid. And I don't know what happened. Like, no one talks about him anymore. Like, it, it was all people were talking about was Invader Zim for a while. And then they have, of course, my boy, the Powdered Toast Man from <laughs> Ren and Stimpy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is, again, it's funny that they're picking, like, uh, not necessarily the main characters from each series, but maybe characters that might function better in a fighting game. So Powdered Toast Man, he's hilarious. Uh, they have Reptar from the Rugrats, which is another awesome choice. Uh, SpongeBob, of course, from SpongeBob SquarePants. Sandy Cheeks from SpongeBob. So she's the squirrel that's in the spacesuit <laughs> underwater. <laughs> uh. And then they have Patrick, of course, the, the star from SpongeBob. And then they have Ninja Turtles. They have Michelangelo and Leonardo. They still haven't shown. <laughs> they, they still haven't shown Bless. Donatello. Or um, or Ralph Ralph Raphael, and then they have uh, Lucy Loud from the Loud House. This is all new stuff that I don't know anything about. I've never heard of Loud House. They have another character named Lincoln Loud from Loud House. Yeah, and Lincoln, then of Lincoln course, Loud is like the protagonist of Loud House. Oh, okay, gotcha. And then they have Nigel Thornberry from the Wild Thornberries, <laughs> which again. <laughs> weird choice because what's the name of like the the wild kid that's always with them that donnie. he doesn't even have lines donnie yeah he's just crazy but fun fact he's actually voiced by flea from the red hot chili peppers that's yeah that's hilarious dude yeah so from this group who is your main bro who you got dude dude it's not even a competition not even a competition leonardo the ninja turtles yeah dude <laughs> You know this. You yeah. know this more than anybody else. I have been talking about having the Ninja Turtles in Smash in some like alternate dimension, like for years. <laughs> yeah. Who doesn't love the Ninja Turtles, man? Dude. When I saw when I saw Michelangelo, I was like, ah! Right? I was like, <laughs> <laughs> right? I, I immediately popped off, and then I saw Leonardo. I was like, yes! And then he did the Turtles in Time dive kick, and I was yeah. like, ah! <laughs> like it was just like a like a, a huge like fan nerd moment you know like dude if they don't have from turtles in time because obviously you know i'm also a huge ninja turtles guy like i love that game too i love the first movie i grew up in ninja turtles whatever 
if they don't have the thing where you grab the guy and throw him at the screen, that's I'm gonna be mad. That is the most hype. I remember I saw that as a kid. It blew my mind. Yeah, dude. You cracked yeah. the screen with a guy. Like, yeah, dude, I was that, like, whoa! I just kept yeah. trying to do it. I'm like, how do I do this to make myself laugh more? <laughs> Magic moments from video games, man. Yeah. So, oh uh, um, I want to add that the 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 box art is out, right? Yeah. And there's some characters in like the silhouettes of the of the box art you can see, and there's uh, four characters not listed here that you can kind of make out two of them are ren and stimpy like you just see ren and stimpy like in the middle right that's right oh, okay so they are gonna so have him yeah uh, uh the other two are avatars ang and Korra. so oh that's perfect the, oh they're gonna have both yeah, of so, them yeah okay because um, the thing is people were like very not popular sure. series oh so, yeah 100 percent, and uh People were like saying like, oh, they haven't shown a- Aang or anybody from the last ba- airbender. I hope like they're in it. And I'm like, they literally showed the stage in the trailer. Yeah. Like they, there's a last ben- airbender stage. So I already kind of knew they were going to be in there. But my only worry is if those are the only other characters, I'm like, bro, how are you going to have just two Ninja Turtles? You can't do just two. Like, what is that? Those are the That's two most popular. Those are, I think those are the two most popular. I think I, they are, but. Raphael is so popular. Like, if anything, Donatello is like the only one I feel like is not that popular. But like, yeah. Raphael is insanely dude. Yo, yeah, they should have sure. all four. They should have they, all four. They you should don't have, have just all four two and Shredder. Yeah, and, and maybe Splinter if you could squeeze one more in there. Yeah, <laughs> it would be but, funny uh, to play as a rat. Personally, personally, I would pick. I would put Shredder over Raphael or Donatello just to have like. If you're gonna have just three, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. That's so funny, man. Yeah. So, um, all right. So you're definitely, you have definitely Leonardo, which by the way, I thought in looking at this list, I would have guessed Leonardo was your guy, but I thought I, I would have thought that you would also have been like really big on SpongeBob. I want to play SpongeBob really bad. <laughs> SpongeBob has also been a little dream character for Smash for me. Like <laughs> SpongeBob is one of my favorite shows of all time. Uh, I I don't like Ninja Turtles as much as as like a show, as much as I do uh, SpongeBob. No, SpongeBob is definitely like the last Airbender and SpongeBob are the best shows on this list. Yeah, I think and the last Airbender is one of my favorite shows of all time too. Just all of it, right? It's it's phenomenal, right? So I, I definitely okay. So if if uh they put in Zuko from the last Airbender. I will like try really hard to main that guy. That that guy is one of the most best written characters in all TV. Like I think he's actually that well written. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he's that good. Um, can you can you guess my two characters? I know I already mentioned one of them, so you probably could guess the first one. Yeah. But would you guess my man? other one, dude? That is hilarious. I remember dude. watching that show as a kid. Like, I was really small, so my memories are, like, very vague of Ren and Stimpy. But, dude, I'm like, who is this guy? His head is literally bread. And then, like, he, like, jumps in the toaster. Like, I don't know if, you remember, <laughs> I don't know if you've seen it, but it's like, uh, yeah. there's a toaster, and he's a fully grown man body with a toast head. And then yeah. he, he does, like, a flip, and he lands upside down into the toaster. His head is in the toaster. <laughs> dude. I don't know why it's so funny to me. Dude, do you remember the um, 
the clip where like <laughs> this is so stupid. <laughs> so he he hears like a call from the president, like the president of the United States, right? Yeah. And he's like, "What's wrong, Mr. President?" And then like he's like, "I'm stuck on my zipper." Like, like, the, like they don't say it, but the implication yeah. is like he like his uh, you know private parts are stuck to the zipper, right? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So. What he does is that he ties the end of the zipper to a door, slams the door, right? <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, he's like, ah! Right? Yeah. And he's like, thanks, Powdered Toast Man. And then he's like, <laughs> but he's incapacitated now. So, <laughs> so Powdered Toast Man is like, I'll take role of president. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so, he gets squared in. And I, f- I forgot what the exact phrasing was, but he's like, I do solemnly swear to take the w- the rights away from the average citizen or some crystal like that. I was like, bro! <laughs> Dude, that show was so wrong, man. Like, they just would take things so far. You remember the gross close-ups? Like, anytime... Oh, man. That show was like, actually gross. It was super gross. Like, any cartoon, like, for example, Tom and Jerry or, like, you know, any Bugs Bunny cartoon, you'd have, like, a character, like, oh, maybe they burnt their butt on, like, a trap or, like, they fell on a stove or something. Ren and Stimpy would just do something like that, and then the character would pause and look at their hand or look at their butt, and it would be, like, a painting, like a Renaissance-detailed painting of, like, their butt seared from the stove or, like, needles in it or, like, whatever it was. It was so gross, dude. So... Powdered Toast Man, I actually don't even like Ren and Stimpy that much, but I just think that character being in a video game is hilarious. He just looks, he's his face is toast, man. So I have to try, that's my first pick. But do you know my second one? Um, <laughs> out, of the, out of the current lineup. My guess is going to be Reptar. Yes, that's my that's my <laughs> second choice. Reptar from the Rugrats. He's basically just a, a spoof of Godzilla, and he's just a giant dinosaur, but... He looks hype. He's hype. I have to play him. I have to play Reptar, dude. My <laughs> my four yeah. most excited from like what we know so far are Leonardo, Reptar, SpongeBob, and Ang. So yeah. <laughs> so wait, did you ever play Slap City? I have for like an hour at most, like thirty minutes an hour. And gotcha. My problem with the game is the problem I have with this game. To a much smaller extent. And I'm not trying to be disparaging to developers or anything. But it, it looks bad. <laughs> like, yeah. it, it looks really bad. <laughs> like Slap City. I think All Stars looks uh, better, fair amount better. It doesn't look amazing, but it looks yeah. way better than Slap City. Yeah, so I played Slap City a little bit. Uh, somebody brought it to a Smash event that we were at, and I was like, this is the worst-looking game I've ever seen. So then I play it, and it doesn't play really badly, but it's, it's it definitely doesn't fun. play. It, yeah, it's, it, it, it's, it's not like the most polished game. But then you realize that like that's part of the appeal of these kind of games. And I think... So like, were you surprised at how popular this announcement of this Nickelodeon game was? Uh, I mean, I was excited, so... <laughs> but, like, I mean, I mean, outside of you, like, in terms of, like, if you had told me a week ago, yo, there's going to be a Nickelodeon Smash Brothers game 
announced next week, right? And it's yeah. an, it's in a it's in a look like it's gonna be developed by the guys who made Slap City. I would have been like, uh, I could see like a small group of like Smashers being excited about it, but I could see most Smashers just shitting on it the way they did like PlayStation All Stars or like most Smash clone games, um, with very few exceptions. And then I, you know, fast forward to now, it's like universally everyone is so excited about this. There are some people that are like they're like they're like this is a smash killer and i'm like all right calm down bro but like for the most part everyone is really excited about this and i'm like as someone who played top city a little bit couldn't really get into it because of how rough it is this game doesn't look that much more polished and like i disagree with that part it looks it looks a million times better okay. than Slap City. It, no, it actually it actually does look a lot better than Slap City, but it still doesn't look super polished overall. Yeah. Is what I'm saying. And I so I was a little surprised that everyone is more excited about it. And like me personally, I think it's funny. Like it, everything about this game is funny. Like the characters, like the conversation we just had about Ren and Stimpy and Powdered Toast Man, and like the game animations. The fact that it's like cruddy looking is almost like an appealing thing to it. Like it's yeah, it's almost know? like that's what people like about it is that this game isn't that polished and that it's well, it's like it's just going to be fun. Like it's supposed to just be like a meme or game. You know what well, I mean? Well, I'll give you I'll, I'll give you a little bit of a like a defense for the way the game looks is yeah. that they all the characters actually look very faithful, right? So like yeah. when the game is in motion, like to me it looks like those characters are moving the way they should be. Like, yeah. they're cartoon characters first, you yeah. know? So, to me, it's a little different. Like, okay, so, though, one thing that Smash did right is that they kind of took everyone and, like, kind of uniformed them to the Smash style. So, like, Link doesn't, wait, doesn't look the way it looks in Breath of the Wild. He looks like a, a Smash version of that. You know what I mean? Right, Same right, for yeah. Samus and Bowser and blah blah blah, right? And and PlayStation All Stars, right? They kind of made everyone into their own style. So you have like Raiden from MGR, right? Next to Parappa the Rappa, and they and don't big look daddy. at all. Yeah, and Big Daddy, and they all look like a mod of each other. Like it's <laughs> a, a different game. Like this is, this is a base game. All three of those characters were modded into this base game. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like it's a fan just had to put this skin in. It's like it, it doesn't have an art direction like of its own. Yeah. Yeah. And they don't look game, like they should be next to each other at yeah. all. Yeah. Like you could say something like that for like Sephiroth and Jigglypuff, but when you actually see it in the game, you're like, they de- yeah, definitely do, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. It's because the art style is uniform. Like everyone looks like a Smash character first. You know? Yeah, right. And so that's like the first thing I'll say about that. So it, it, it looks uh, not as positive as it could be. for Definitely for sure. I think the animations yeah. could use like a million times more work personally. <laughs> right? And this is like the... I think people take for granted how much like effects and like particles and like crunchiness there are to the animations and Smash. Oh my like, god, yeah. Uh, but um, it definitely could use um, more of that kind of stuff. But it doesn't look unfaithful to what any like they're trying to do. 
Yeah, you know? that's a good that's a good way to put it because it, it is different. Like these are cartoon characters, and then now they're being rendered in three D. And so I remember like SpongeBob looked pretty. He looked pretty good. Um, it was you know what it was. It wasn't the character models. It was more the animations. Like yeah. a lot of the animations are just really stiff, and they look like they're like four frames. You know what I mean? <laughs> like like yeah, yeah, it's yeah. it's Smash. It's like some of the animations like are really elaborate. Like even just one move. Like if you were to slow mo. And like slow down and look at every frame of like you know Fox doing his forward smash. He like winds back. He like his knees will go down a little bit, and then he'll pop up and his foot will come through. And there's yeah, like even though it's cool... really fast, you can see it. You know. Yeah, exactly. Even though it's a fast move, there and then like maybe his jacket will like move a little bit, like with the motion of it. Um, whereas this game, it looks like every animation is just like really just like simple. It just, yeah, it's yeah, just it like goes. punch, and then it's just like your fist appears here, and then it's back at your side, and that's it. You know. Yeah. Um, but again, like that's kind of why people are excited about this, like because we have our polished Smash game, and I think people like the fact that the Nickelodeon universe is. This is the perfect game to not. It doesn't need to be po polished because none of these characters are serious. They're all goofy cartoon characters. Like you yeah. literally have SpongeBob fighting a Ninja Turtle fighting powdered toast man yeah. <laughs> like what is that the most serious <laughs> ones out of here are probably like a uh, hey arnold you know if hey arnold is like gets really like serious i don't yeah. know if anyone remembers that show that much but it like gets like super serious like some of the episodes are like really like depressingly sad like the yeah. uh the story about uh what's his um, um gerald no 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 it's it's one of his like the people that live in the like a, the complex. It's like mm -hmm. the Asian guy. Oh, I do. I know you're talking about, but I don't remember his name. Um, so he's telling the story about like how he had to abandon his daughter, you know, and like he yeah. just never met her. And I'm like, dude, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> I'm five. What are you doing to me? <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, it ends in a it ends in a happy note where they meet each other, right? Oh, like the, after like 25 years yeah <laughs> that's a really serious topic you know that, that's like a real scenario that happens in life a lot yeah there's even episodes like about like his parents and stuff like that and like it's it's very it's, it get there are definitely storylines that are pretty serious which is probably why they went with helga instead of arnold himself yeah, so that's what i was gonna say <laughs> you know what i mean like uh arnold in the show like he's not a fighter he does not like to fight there's even an episode where like he like refusing is like refusing to fight like this bully you know and he doesn't and the the end of the episode he doesn't fight him he like he like kind of like uh starts hitting himself you know oh my <laughs> god yeah 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 he's like don't hit me i'll hit me and, yeah. and, then, and that's how he kind of gets out of it <laughs> dude that's hilarious like this this game um I, I think it's like, it's just hilarious. Like, it's just funny. Uh, so me personally, like, I'm probably not going to buy this game. Actually, this game is going to be $50. It's actually not full price. It's yeah, not $60. I think I'm, I'm actually, I'm actually going to take the risk. Yeah, Momentous like this occasion. Is, Momentous. This is a game. <laughs> this is a game that I want like a friend of mine to buy that I want to play with them. I don't necessarily need to own this game, um, but we'll see. Like maybe the next few like months, they'll show us more footage. And what if there's a demo a and you love the demo? Yeah, like see something like that. Maybe, maybe I'll check it out. Or the demos you know, are so hype. Maybe, let's just say maybe. You know, it's Nickelodeon, but maybe they like Smash has third party characters. Maybe they have third party characters, <laughs> yeah. and then you just randomly so, get Batman in like Nickelodeon fighting game yikes. fighting a Ninja Turtle. <laughs>
Okay, so another thing I was gonna say was uh or there's there's like a lot of love in this game already. Like just from what I can tell, like this if this was like a like a completely like shilled out version like PlayStation All Stars was, you know, like they have Raiden instead of Snake, they have like the reboot Dante, like that kind of like stuff, like you would be able to tell like, immediately. Yeah. Right? And this there's like some like okay, first of all, Hey Arnold ended years ago. Like Yeah. Uh oh like Ariel Monsters. Yeah, that, that wasn't even like, that popular. Yeah, that ended like twenty five years ago. Yeah. You know? Um yeah, so I'm like really like uh deep cut picks, you know? <laughs> and and like even like the shows that are like like uh that are big, like Rugrats, you know, they didn't put, like, Tommy in there. Tommy's the most popular one. No, they put in Reptar, you know? They, yeah. like, they, they, they thought, they, from what I can tell, they thought, like, what is the best way we could do this? I don't know how yeah. much freedom, uh, Ludosity, the developers who are of this game, and uh, Slap City, got of, like, implementation of the characters, or even if they have any say of who gets in the game. I'm sure there was, like, some back and forth you know yeah but uh they're they're picking things that make sense for a game yeah right and and there's like a lot of references to older stuff you know like the the turtles they have like moves from turtles in time and from the yeah. tournament fighter there's like you can tell that this isn't just some uh quick money grab right yeah i Um, actually i really want like one thing i'll say is that i do feel like in our circles smash brothers has become this game that's like a little uh too competitive where like sometimes i miss how smash felt when i used to play it and i was a kid where it was like no one was taking it super seriously at that time and it was just you know the four player chaotic fight like party game and so a game like this, I feel like it'll be easier to reset everybody so that it's like, you know, I can't play Smash Brothers with like my old high school friends anymore because I'm just, I play the game competitively. So I'm way better than them. And it's not even fun for them or for me. You know what I mean? It's, it's really not fun. It's like so easy to beat them. But then something like this where we're all kind of new again and it's not, I'm never going to take this game seriously. Like I'm kind of, I could see maybe myself enjoying it for that. If anything, you know what I mean? Yeah, at worst, you know. At worst. <laughs> but yeah, so. Is that best? Is that worst? Yeah. The the one last hope I have for this game is that anyone who plays Smash to be a memer, they just go play this game and just leave Smash. All the Steve mains, bye-bye. We don't want you guys playing competitive Smash. Like, this is your meme game. You have your meme game, so you don't need your meme character in my competitive <laughs> fighting game, okay? No more DDD mains. No more cheesers like the the Luigi's of the world. Like, play Nickelodeon. That's what your brain deserves. All right, you don't deserve this nice Smash Brothers competitive thing. <laughs> oh my! I god. don't know, man. Uh, I think you're kind of underrating, like Slap City in a way. <laughs> no, yeah, I, I'm definitely being minimal. I'm very definitely. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like diminishing it in a way because again like like you said earlier we both know people who take the, that game very seriously and like 
they have they some of them really feel that it's better competitively than Smash. I mean, it already has better, you know, uh, internet. <laughs> I mean, uh, has better netcode. So there's that. Yeah. So who who knows, man? Like this could be end up. Uh, I'm being a little optimistic. <laughs> this could be end up being a really really good like uh, starting point for. So. Starting point for like a, the launch of the genre in a more mainstream way. So Smash is basically uncontested in this genre that it also invented, right? Yeah. It, it happens to be innovative and absolutely broken as a game, like right at the start, you know? Yeah. So like a lot of people try to copy them and not just PlayStation. Like there was like They're five five different Cartoon Network style games like this, and they were all like hot Dude, garbage. There was a game, a, like a, a Konami fighting game that was like Smash, or they were trying to be like Smash. It had Snake in it, and that was before he was in Brawl. Oh, yeah, like, the Dream Mix Fighters. Whatever. Yeah, it had like a bunch of, it had Castlevania character in it, like before they were in Smash Brothers. So yeah, this Bro, has been around Optimus for a while. Prime. <laughs> yeah, it had some random characters. And like, no one's been able to like, make a see this is the weird thing because mario kart right and like even mario like 3d platforming or mario kart games like they're the kings at the genre that they invented but there have been some pretty good like competition like crash team racing and like the sonic racing games they're they're like decent you know what i mean they're like they're definitely not bad yeah. uh, they're not better than mario kart but they're like crash team racing is pretty damn good um and so smash like you said smash brothers is like one of the only ones where like no one's really figured out like there isn't even a decent one like playstation all stars isn't the worst game in the world but it's not that good man like it's not even yeah. half of a smash brothers and like the ones that like have people have liked are all like the indie game ones so and not to oh, diminish like, like yeah the indie games or anything like that but you know, there's rivals of aether yeah um obviously slap city yeah i mean the fact that whatever. this is already so popular in the smash community like literally to this like every time i load up my feed dude it's just memes of spongebob like and patrick and like all these characters and people talking about yeah. who they're gonna main like people are genuinely really excited about this game so it, it you're probably right this is probably gonna be if it's not garbage and if it's actually yeah. just it at needs, least it needs decent. to be it needs to be both good and successful <laughs> yeah yeah i think at this point if it's if it already has the hype on it where if it's decent if it's above average it'll be very successful the only thing that could stop it now is that people play it and go oh my that god this is the worst game i've ever played yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is, that's that's like the 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 test it's like is this game hot garbage that is yeah. the only way this game feels even if it's just all right it'll yeah. probably just like it's already a step above almost every platform fighter ever you know yeah yeah for sure um so yeah that's uh that's our episode for this week what are you gonna do with the rest of your night buddy play video games what are you playing invisible ink oh that's right you keep telling me about that this game's super uh, sick you you said it's on switch right it's on switch yeah nice okay well i'm gonna go back to dropping frames and Link's awakening uh, even though i'm really enjoying that game this is it's getting a little annoying bro uh, but yeah that game is awesome and we're awesome and this episode was awesome and now we have to go so 
Have a good night, everybody. We'll see you guys next week. Peace out. Thank you, guys. See you next week. Hope you guys enjoyed the show. You can follow me on Twitter at SuperGlentendo. The Glentendo Podcast is a weekly Nintendo slash Smash community podcast. Our aim is to have galaxy brain conversations on all things Nintendo. If you like the show, please consider becoming a friendo and supporting on patreon.com slash Glentendo. Friendos get early access to the show each Thursday. The show then becomes free to all the following Sunday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts right now and you actually like the show, please give us a good review. It helps boost our visibility so more people can find the show. This show is brought to you by our amazing producers, Naomi Eduardo, In a Yellow Flash, and the legendary Riz.